Welcome to Wedding and Event Podcast. Podcast discussions for event professionals and those planning successful events. With wedding and event consultant, Toby Dodge, author of The Other Side of the Aisle, and Eric Zimmerman, DJ, Master of Ceremonies, pianist and band leader of ElegantMusic.com. Hello, everyone. The title of this episode is Party at the Shakespeare Club, Wedding and Event Podcast, Episode 58. Picture a table beautifully set for dinner. The centerpiece would be regarded as the focal point for the table, contributing to the decor of the entire room. Usually at an event, the centerpiece is the same from table to table. However, I have seen table settings, each of a different design, representing, for example, where the guest had traveled from, such as the New York table or the Miami table. I've also seen centerpieces that represent the interests and activities of the celebrants. A great deal of care can go into the design of a centerpiece. It shouldn't be too big, obstructing the view of other guests at the table, or obstruct the view of the rest of the room where important activities will be taking place. It could have lights or be lit from above. All by itself, the centerpiece could be regarded as one of the unifying factors in the visual presentation of an event. In much the same way, the master of ceremonies conducting the festivities of the evening is a focal point and unifying factor for an event. He's the man out front. Being interesting and entertaining, the MC yet strikes the proper tone. Unless otherwise instructed, he's not there to make wisecracks or use profanity and otherwise make guests feel uncomfortable. For more about this, please see the link, Your Master of Ceremonies, What Does He Do?, on the Wedding and Event Podcast website. In this episode, I relay a story of a wonderful retirement party that I particularly enjoyed being part of that took place at the Shakespeare Club in Pasadena. And now please enjoy Party at the Shakespeare Club, Wedding and Event Podcast, Episode 58. One time participated in an L.A. marathon, half marathon, took me a year to work up to that. We kind of ran and walked. There wasn't anybody else after us. <laughs> well, there's a certain note of distinction with that, you know. Hey, I was in it. At least I participated. Hopefully you have a participation story for us today. Wow, do I. Two events on Saturday for me. One was a memorial service, mm-hmm. and they were very specific about wanting jazz. I'm known at this club for my piano, bass, and drums jazz trio. Mm-hmm. But because it was going to be upstairs, and because of it was the number of people, oh. and, and I was just like looking mm-hmm. at the logistics of it, that drums wouldn't have been appropriate for that location. And so I did a a trio of acoustic bass, piano, and Swing violin. No, wait a minute. Swing violin? Swing I don't know violin, that I... yes. Like a is, jazz, is jazz that... violin. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I don't think I've heard that term before. It was a great group and it was I perfect bet. for this. And we got many compliments, including from the uh, administration of the club. Mm-hmm. So that was a great gig. And then just moments later, a couple of about an hour later, I had to be over at the Shakespeare Club. Okay. For a retirement party. 
oh my gosh. So there was this, how can I say it, uh, pre, pre-agreed upon theme, so to speak, of it would be Shakespeare. We're honoring this person. And this is what I wanted to bring out, was that talking with the client about her party, very pleasant, and we talked about how she had worked for the Department of Labor. She liked music. We talked about the music she likes. But really, if I were to properly honor this person, that I would need personal data. And the only way that personal data would be introduced now properly in this event would be to be introduced by speakers or people that were slated to speak or present. Mm -hmm. And these are very creative people over at the Shakespeare Club. Yeah. And I was working with Janet Beggs. She's the past president there, and she has probably worn every hat in that organization. And she was wonderful. She talked to people who were close friends of the celebrant, and they all knew her personally, and they all had something very, very nice to say about her. Mm-hmm. And so Janet presented me with speakers who would be speaking, and that there would be a skit involved, and there was, so, so there was a program there. And so my job was to do an introduction, and then introduce each of the speakers in a way that would set them up to do what they were going to do. And it came off so well. And I even got inspired to write in the style of William Shakespeare, just a bit. You mean in in your introductions? And by introductions and in by interstitial... No you know, kidding. In, ...introducing the, the next people. And I had quotes, too, as well. And of course, Shakespeare, you get all this insight into a person very, very much. <laughs> yeah. And the point that I had made was that this person helped... She worked at the Department of Labor as an investigator. For claims? False yes. False claims? What it was that she was actually protecting the, the wages and the health benefits mm-hmm. of employees. Mm-hmm. I asked, well, who are you protecting them from? You know, and it was, well, <laughs> Unfortunately, <employers>. the employers. <laughs> <laughs> when I was speaking with Janet and with people about her, The thing that kept coming up was that this person really cared about people and she really cared about doing a good job and she really liked the community with that she had with people in that club so it became this task of mine to try to find a thread that would go throughout the evening Mm -hmm. at least my presentation part and i realized that it was her willingness to help and her willingness to champion the rights of others. Yeah. So I asked, well, will she retire? And that really what she does at the department there was something that she really does in real life, is that she does care for people and she does help people and she does represent people and she does look oh, out for okay. their interests. So and- what you're saying, if I can interrupt you, because I'm trying to make sure I understand, when you said you... Is she really going to retire? Well, she's retiring. Well, she's she's already retired. You know, oh, like, like okay. the day before. But, but she's not retiring from who she is. But as from a, who she is, and as a person, because that's what she did in her work as well. Yes. Okay. And, and Got what it. She, and what she does for those who she loves, you know, mm-hmm. and that type of thing. So I said, rest assured that 
she hasn't retired. Is that yes, she's been unshackled, you know, from the Department of Labor. Yeah. But that this now frees her up to do even more and contribute even more to this group. And it was uh, warm and fuzzy and everybody had a lot of fun. And there were some skits that were really funny and some people sang and some people danced and they all had uh, something really cool to say. So in, in your part, it sounds like it was really important that you added to the, to the presence and the meaning of being at the Shakespeare Club because this was important to her as well. Actually, she's a Shakespeare aficionado, and that's so what I mean. So, this, yeah. So you helped carry, bar, you know. yeah. <laughs> you, I would say so. Uh, so you helped carry the meaning, and that goes beyond, I think, probably what their expectations were. I did get a nice tip, so, so yes. <laughs> well, that is. Always nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but what that really says it speaks to how important it is to really understand the client and reflect on that, N- not to put yourself in the center of of the event at all. Exactly. But to embrace the importance and. And as part of the atmosphere and the meaning, you built in a a presence that helped support what they wanted. And that's not always easy to do. You know, sometimes it's done in decor. In this case, it sounds like the program made the event and all of these skits and songs and dancing and words shared in essence built the event rather than it being purely a, a visual display. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, so, there was a lot of humanity there. There was a lot of... Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was interesting because I usually reserve the, the celebrant to speak mm-hmm. at the end and to thank people and to invite them to stay and to... And I was all getting ready to do that. And then nobody was up eating and nobody was invited to do anything. And then, so I just said, uh, would you thank everybody for coming real quick, you know, and then invite them to dinner. And, and, and she did in a very gracious way. And, but then I thought, you know, I want to I pull her up later on. And what was funny was that it, we, we got to the end and there was a, a, a quote a Shakespeare quote about uh, let us have one more gaudy night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have that right with me, but and and let's mock the midnight bell. Oh, was Shakespeare's thing of that. Yeah, we're gonna howl all the way through midnight. You know about this. Of course, it, it didn't. But uh, well, because you can't say that late at the Shakespeare. Well, you know these these people are on the board and kind of run oh. the place, or, or even own the place. You know, <laughs> so it so it it lasted longer so than it, it might it have lasted. We we yeah. And one of the things what was interesting was that, and it's actually something that Sheila and I really really enjoy, mm-hmm. is that when you come to the end of an evening. Mm-hmm. And things have have calmed down. That then you then share your memories of the evening. And, oh, and, absolutely. 
and what happened. And, and in fact, this sure. is a lot like what you and I do here in, in this podcast mm-hmm. is that we share our viewpoints about what was cool about the event. Yeah. And that's one of the things that this celebrant was known for. It, she was oh. known for being one of the last ones out while everybody <laughs> finished their wine. And the excuse was, is that, well, the bottle's open, we may as well drink it, you know, type of a <laughs> thing. But, but no, really, it was to recap yeah. the memories that, that happened there. Mm-hmm. And indeed, that did happen towards the end. You know, it was just about five of us towards the end. And we all just, you know, shared stories about things. You have been listening to Wedding and Event Podcast with Toby Dodge and Eric Zimmerman. If you have a question, comment, or topic suggestion, please call Eric at 626-797-1795 or contact Eric by email, eric at elegantmusic.com. That's E-R-I-C at elegantmusic.com. Contact Toby by email, toby at tobydodge.com. That's T-O-B-E-Y at tobydodge.com Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and receive a new episode each week. Thank you for listening.